Hello and good evening for this Thursday, March 9th, 2023. We just finished watching Star Trek Picard Season 3, Episode 4, No Win Scenario. Uh, but we're just getting started here on Live Long and Podcast for our review. I'm Dave Mater, and uh, we're going to break down this episode, talk about it all. I got uh, with me tonight, I got Chris Worldmind Murphy. How are you doing tonight, Chris? How's it going? Right, good, good, good to see good. you. We also have uh, with us, of course, we have Adam Woodward, also known as Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob, well, I changed my name, but anyway, oh, Bob's your uncle. Great episode, can't wait to talk about it. Absolutely, Truly. guys. Um, yeah, this was a, a lot of fun. Davin said he's uh, he, he's uh, unable to make it, sends his regrets, but he really thought the episode was beautiful and <laughs> worked well. And uh, I gotta say, like, I enjoyed the a hell out of this. I have my nitpicks, I have my little my little things that I'm going to talk to you guys about, but but most of that I think will be. Um, sort of secondary you know to the overall of what we kind of experienced here and it seems like it was kind of like the end of a, of a certain portion of this season because mm. a lot of it had been spent in this nebula and this kind of cat and mouse thing here with uh vatic and the shrike and that seems to have come to an end it seems like we're about i to... don't know maybe not I, I i don't think that i don't think that we're done with amanda plummer and and everything but i think just that that particular like um part of the story will be moving into something else uh, this this um, this episode features only uh, really the the Titan the USS Titan doesn't go to Raffi and Worf at all it like that it's we're we're, we're just with that storyline the whole time for a hot second I thought they were going to Raffi and Worf when he saw Shaw sharpening his blade and I'm like yeah oh, me I too guess we're cutting to Worf now and he's just like nope I'm just really mad <laughs> I'm just like oh, okay yeah uh, it was. Um, it was it was kind of a, a more contained episode. I really enjoyed it for a few reasons, uh, and let, let's get get down to it. So I don't you you said you liked it a lot, Adam. Um, uh, Chris, uh, would you say you're? Uh, uh, am I a fan of this episode? You know what? Uh, for the first, I would say quarter of it, I was like, "Where are we going with this? This is kind of trudging. What's happening here?" Yeah. But by the end of the episode, I was hooked and I was on for a ride, and I was getting teary eyed at a couple points, and I was like, mm, "This is this is fun. This is awesome." I like moments. I was like, "Ah!" You know, like I was I was reacting quite enthusiastically to the uh, events that unfolded in this episode. Yeah, yeah, this was this is very next generationist uh, as far as story, but it, quality cinema quality, Dave. Cinema quality. I could have been sitting at the local theater and quite enjoying that in a big screen. Yeah, true. Yeah, I felt like I was watching a movie. I was like, this is very movie esque. Like, this is incredible. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a lot of fun. I think that the ending I thought actually worked really well in the edit that they put together there um, with the two scenes. So let's get into it, guys. Of course, this is a full spoiler warning for this episode. We are going to spoil the hell out of season three, episode four, no win scenario. So if you don't want to know, right get away. out of here now. But we're assuming you've seen it and you want to hear what we have to say. Um, of course, we had our little previously on in this episode. Kind of, you know, the, the Titan is running away from the Shrike. Picard's in command, or sorry, Riker's in command, and we. I, I, Picard has a son, and and uh, you know them finding each other or trying to make a connection with each other is a, a, another big important thing that have been set up leading into this episode. We know that uh, Seven of Nine has to find the um, the saboteur, the uh, the changeling on board, um, and uh, and we who we who were reminded of is still on the ship. Uh, heading into this episode, we saw his face get punched and things like that. And Jack Crusher's like, "There's a changeling on board," you know. 
which goes to 79. Of course, that the when we left the Titan, um, there had been this whole conflict here with, with Riker and Picard, where you know basically they shot themselves in the ass with their own torpedoes after the after they used their portal technology, and we saw that the Titan was uh, was sinking into the gravity well to die, um, and that's where that's where we kick into this episode where we left off a week ago. Starts with a five year oh, five years ago um, flashback, so we're we're in twenty three ninety six, about three years before the events of season one of Picard. Um, so he we we come in here to. Uh, Ten Ford, the Ten Ford, of course, in Los Angeles that Guinan runs. Um, we see a couple. I think is that the Enterprise C that we see here, kind of teased. Like that can't be a coincidence, guys. That we've had a Rachel Garrett and an Enterprise C reference because um, I'm pretty sure that is the Ambassador class um, Enterprise uh, from yesterday's Enterprise, helping those like struts that go up in the cells. Um, and we know that Denise Crosby will be part of this season, so I'm kind of really kind of curious to see where they're going. But we see in the bar here that um, the Picard is I don't know, I guess that's a shot from Star Trek Generations up like I couldn't quite figure out what that that image was up on the bar, but it's like a picture of him. So this is almost like you know, like a big, huge star, maybe a sports star, or movie star, he's like you know, at a local haunt and just having lunch and then um, a living drinking white wine. That was interesting. Uh, he's eating white fish. He's eating white. Of course, that's what pairs with it. Um, but uh, so while he's, I don't know. I felt like this was a little bit like something maybe celebrities. I'm sure they do deal with when they're just out having living their lives and like the fans want to talk to them. It's all these like star. They're not cadets. They're like I guess junior officers. Like they're young Starfleet officers who want to uh, you know talk to the legend. You know, I guess they they don't have that opinion like Shaw does that these guys just blow things up. And, uh, whatever. So uh, they all want to hear the stories. We a couple of interesting things that are mentioned here. They talk about that time that he was kidnapped by a, a Hirogen, right? Mm. I was like a, a Hirogen, like a Voyager thing. And like I was, they're like, how did they get into the quadrant? And they're asking him all these questions. And, and then he talked about how Lieutenant Commander Worf had to save him. I'm like, was was Worf on the Enterprise? I guess Worf was serving on the Enterprise. Uh, so there's a couple of things in this dialogue. I was just like, huh. Okay, interesting. Um, what is that TNG episode? Well, but part of the reason that, that I bring that up is because in Star Trek D Space Nine, when that show ends, uh, Worf's like, I'm going to go become the Federation ambassador to Kronos, right? But then a couple years later, when they made Star Trek Nemesis, because Worf is part of the Next Generation crew, they were just like, I don't know, Worf's, Worf's just there. Worf's on the Enterprise, and he's at the wedding, and he's on the Enterprise. You know, he's in Starfleet again, and whatever. So so uh, there have been some, like, non-canonical things where they're like, well, Worf tried to be the ambassador, but it didn't work out, and he ended up back in Starfleet. But there's there's things in Worf's, like, history that have just never really been fleshed out. Uh, so mm -hmm. we, we'll see if, if that plays out more in this season. So just a couple things mentioned here, but back to the story, you know, here with the kids hearing all about it and he's talking all about the different things he's done. And uh, No, no, no. Can we, can we just, first of all, I don't like to tell stories. And you I don't like to tell stories. Yeah, yes, you do. Tell the best story. Yeah. You like to talk about Gilgamesh, you know, they even bring up like Darmok. They bring out the, the episode Dame, uh, Dathan, I think is what he's like. Then I realized they only spoke in metaphors and then I like, worked it all out with them. Oh, Shaka he's just like, he's enjoying the, like finally getting some, you know, stardom again, right? Yeah, it's, I, he is enjoying it, right? And yeah. uh, and and like these these young Starfleet officers, like kind of 
Ooh, it's you. Like, tell us all about your, your crazy adventures, right? We just uh, really then, want to hear from, from the legend himself. The legend himself. And then we come to present day where he's not so happy-go-lucky and having a great time. You know, it's very dark and bleak. And they're watching that the ship is sinking into this gravity well. They're, they're going to their pending doom. Um, as, he, as he listens to the words of hope echo in his ears, he's just like, hmm. It's like, yeah. it's like looking back at a really bad Facebook status. It's like Picard just has like popped on Facebook and there's a little <laughs> status from five years ago that popped up to remind him. And he's just like in the shit of it right now. He's yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, living my best life. He like checked in at Guinan's 10 Ford, Los Angeles, having white yeah. fish, you know, and white wine, <laughs> uh, haddock and white wine. Part knowledge so, on the youngins. Yeah. Come to today. Um, and we see that the ship is like getting, um, hit by meteorites uh and other things as it's sinking down into the into the gravity well that the ship is quickly dying like the titan is is not doing well and uh and, and Riker, who's thrown War, uh, picard off the bridge at the end of the last episode uh you know they're they're, they're they're struggling things are bleak and they're not quite sure what to do about it and i think they tell him like we don't have enough power to keep the shields on and keep the life support on so we might have to just like turn the shields off and he's like if we turn the shields off and we hit a big rock Things are gonna go bad for us, you know, and so. But there's just some hard decisions and some some tough things here. And and Riker, I guess his arc through these episodes has been all like, I just gotta keep this crew alive. I didn't mean to bring everybody into danger here, and so I'm just trying to. He's just trying to figure out the way out, the easiest way out. But I think by the end of this, they're like, we have to take a risk here. We have to, in order to succeed, in order to get out of this situation, we have to sort of make a leap of faith and. Yeah, things could go wrong and we could all die, but at least we're trying together and we're good we, if we if we come together. That's ultimately what, what did I you think find this scene like the Yeah, did you find the, the beginning of this like a little bit too bleak? Like so on Star Trek, like where like you never feel like they're gonna actually die. Well know, until yeah. this episode you felt hey, this is might be the end. I knew it I mean, wasn't. We going know to it's be, not going to be the end. However, I know it's it not going to be. Way. But yeah, but it definitely. I think. I think uh, we talked about this in the last one that Frakes really, uh, in particular, is so strong and like. Um, and so yeah, I, I do feel it does feel bleak, but it doesn't feel completely hopeless. If you know that these are this, we know these these characters. We know that they can get out of tougher situations than this. Uh, so they they just got to uh, come together. Ultimately, is kind of what and I know. When I was watching this scene, I was just like, what? okay, so it's all hopes lost. They're sinking submarine. You know, mm-hmm. um, what are they gonna do? And and and, the, and and as they're just like laying it all out, it's like we're dying. We've got no energy. And all of a sudden, that big flash happens. And I, at first, I was like, oh, are they getting tractor beamed out of here? It's like, no, no, it's just that gravitational well is just blasting energy at us again. And I completely forgot about that little plot point in the story up until that right. moment. And I was like, oh, I think I know where they're going to lead with this. I think I, I can see where they're going to be. I thought that, like, I, I, you, they, they kind of talked about how the anomaly wasn't a, 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 re, a regular nebula, that there was something else going on here. And so they, this had all been set up, but it had been little little bits it, it wasn't like they were little hammering pushes, if you over will. our head yeah. uh like yeah. they they've maybe done in some previous seasons if you will so um yeah. yeah like they're setting that up but it's bleak and then there's this scene here where you know picard is looking out the window and Riker comes to see him i did like this scene because it's not like Riker comes in like still mad about what happened you know he's kind of like uh they kind of like he kind of makes peace with picard very quickly here and um i which i was not but, against but I, what i find here 
Yeah, he, he uh, I thought the scene was great, actually, because Riker was acting the teacher, you know, the counselor. Um, and he understood sort of where Riker was going with his, like, why, like, Riker was so bleak. You know, he, he's, he's, he had a terrible loss. He lost his son, and he didn't feel what he thought he would feel through it. And he's now in trouble with his wife. Like, his relationships mm-hmm. are falling apart. And the one place including he went, including this, including now, this one, this one he has with Picard, right? Yep. His best friend, the best man at his wedding, whatever, you know, all these, um, and, 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 and them trying to find out. They, they both think that this is, he says, like, he's like, I think this is the end for us, my friend, you know, this might be the end of the line for both of us. And, this uh, scene was wonderfully acted by Freaks. For sure. Like, this was probably it, even better than what he did in the last episode, in my opinion. Like this, I was just like, wow. Hey, Gregory. Wow. Oh, coming in with the chamomile tea, <laughs> son of Mog Jody. Yo, yo, we're not that far into it yet, Jody. But uh, Jody, how did you feel about the episode? It was good. All right. That's uh, what about the Riker? <laughs> as always, the Riker and Picard uh, making up here um, near the beginning. Uh, I, it was filler. Filler. Oh, I thought yeah. it was necessary because if he's like, get your ass off the bridge or whatever, he said. Uh, yeah, I think they, there was no way they'd get around this. Like, they have to have some kind of thing here. Um, and he's like, very like they ripped the bandaid off of it. Like, they're not waiting for this, you know, conclusion five episodes from now. They're just like, you know, whatever. Right. They had a but tiff. It, they're getting over it, it. In all those years with like Picard and Riker, they hardly ever were at odds with each other in all of Next Generation or in the movies, right? So it's um, way less than I would say like Kirk and Spock or Janeway and Chakotay even. Like, they, you mm-hmm. know, they, they were always butting heads. But these two de- typically don't butt heads. So when they're not when they're not on the same page, I'm like, are you guys going to make up with each other? And they do. So and, 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 and Riker's advice here, he's like, you know, he talks about how when his son died, he's like, if I only had a few hours left, I would be like, well, which I do like just like you. But you have the ability to go like, know your son, get to know him, you know, and try to make that connection here. And, and it seems to get through to Picard, you know, uh, that he's going to he's going to make that effort. And uh, that's where he, that's where Riker leaves him. Riker's like, I got to go around the ship. So Picard's left, like thinking about this. And this is how the episode starts. Uh, we got our title card, episode part four, chapter four, whatever. No win scenario, um, which we're coming out with. And then we get this whole montage afterwards that's all about seven of nine. That she's on the hunt for the changeling infiltrator. Um, that she's looking in the quarters of this transporter chief, the one that uh, that he was in, that the changeling was initially impersonating. Um, we see some interesting things around the quarters, including a Calto uh, board. It's kind of like Vulcan chess, uh, that little like uh, pile of, of metal, metal sticks there, if you will. Um, part of me thought this was going to be the prop hunt part of the episode. You know, she's going to start like poking at chairs to see if they like wobble out and move. Well, you think, yeah, because changelings, you need to do like uh, phaser sweeps, you know, because... I think what this show is not explaining is that like changelings can be like inanimate objects just as easily as people. So it's, um, but we're, we're not, they're kind of, it feels like they're pulling that back a little bit. They're making like maybe the changelings less. And how well sealed are those closets? Not one like member of that crew is like, it's really strange. Yeah. Cause they, they mentioned that this guy had been dead quarters. for a while <laughs> that, right. that, that he, that he had been replaced. So he but was they're in a repl- sterile environment. Well, they are, but um, body still de- de- decomposition. Still yep. Yeah, it will eventually, yes, but it would take longer in this environment. 
that's what seven of when seven, I think seven tells Shaw or Riker both is that like he was killed way before they ever ran into Picard and Riker, right? Like th- this changeling infiltrator had, was was in place uh, in advance, and there's something bigger happening here in the story, right? So that's that's where they kind of leave that. Um, and this they're intercutting here with this this scene here with Riker, where Riker's like, I could reinstate you, but. I like you being like a little bit of a rogue agent and going off and being. Uh, this like was a bit much considering the ship is in such dire straits. Like, they, yeah, they, they didn't need to do anything with this. They, they just they didn't need the scene that she could have just gone on her way and continued the hunt. Yeah, I don't. I agree. We didn't need. He was the only need... one doing anything anyway. Everybody else was like, <laughs> ah, let's go have well, drinks I mean, and it's, forward. It's not that it was <laughs> totally right. unneeded. She, I, I think it was more or less. It's like. Didn't he tip her off into some way of like how to find him? You know, that was like, Shaw. Shaw did. That was Shaw did. Oh, what? Shaw, Shaw, Shaw tipped off um, Jack Crusher, and then Jack went to seven nine. No, I mean, did, didn't Riker tip off seven of how to like find um, a changeling in some manner? No, uh, no that's more Shaw too. Um, I think. Um, I have to apologize if you guys hear weird noises in the background. Somebody decided to turn on the washing machine while I'm here. So I don't hear anything. Good. Yeah, but we see here that like almost like seven nine becomes like internal affairs or something. Like, you know, people she's like she's looking at people around the ship. She's trying to figure out who the changeling is. I agree that this this I think with the fact that they're 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 sinking to their doom, this seems like a little bit unimportant. Whether or not she's in good standing with Starfleet discipline or whatever, but that's right, yeah. Um, and and I think that, like this, I think maybe I don't know. They perhaps they like condense the, the story, but that's what I was saying. The first quarter of this episode, I was just like, where are they going with this? This it just seems like they're not being urgent enough for the fact that they're sinking towards, which is essentially something that should crush them to the size of a pop can. You know, <laughs> like they, they don't seem like it's like, well, we're like, it's Beverly's just like one. But we you know, established kind of previous to this that it's going to take them four hours. Four yeah. hours. To, they have four hours left. But... They have four hours left. Yeah. It's so. not. Okay. No, I just. Somebody remind me, you know, Beverly is a medical science professional. D- does yes. she dabble with astrophysics at all in TNG? Does she dabble with like no. figuring out the math? Of we don't know what like... she's been doing for 20 years, man. Okay, no. that's fair. That's no. that's a yeah. good point. Solid point. Well, she no. figures out that what the nebula is pregnant or something, and this is yeah, well, I, I think yeah. she, I think that's the link is like the pregnancy. She knows contraction. She's timing it like that. But it's a big jump, though. I, yeah, I, I, it's a huge <laughs> jump, like to tie her into like solving the like what we are thing, like like the whole thing's leading towards like oh well, yeah, you got all those smart people on the bridge, and there's and then nobody else catches that, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like ah, uh, really? The science officer with the pointy ears didn't think about this like thirty minutes. <laughs> ago. It didn't, didn't even occur to her, but it occurred to yeah. Beverly. She knows yeah. she's a mom and she's a doctor. She knows contractions. She knows. Well, contractions. and later on though, they did mention that you know this is something that they've come across before, like this type of thing. So maybe this is something well, they encountered. The next not, not, crew has encountered, but maybe the rest of this they've crew encountered hasn't. weird stuff that's like intergalactic life too. To an undescribable degree, yes, but like, I I uh, did like the the reference back to Encounter at Fairpoint, though. I, I thought that was kind of cool. well. There was all, like they also referenced Tin Man, which is another spaceborne uh, alien yep. that they met yep. along the way. Gone but too. 
they probably didn't want to pay the writer of that episode of royalty, so they they left that one out. But um, well, was... it wouldn't have been hard to not, It wouldn't have been hard to really animate though. All they had to do was just go grab some pierogies from the fridge, and they would have been <laughs> fine. And... Right, <laughs> the space pierogi. But uh, uh, Jack coming off his near death encounter with the changeling when he was left to, for dead, uh, he kind of he comes uh, Picard comes and finds him and he's like, why don't we go talk? And uh, and then so that that we cut away from that. Uh, and then we, we we catch up with Shaw, who this is what Murphy yeah, was talking this, about. The, fact, yeah, the, the yeah. curve. Was this going to be Worf? But no, it's Shaw. And he just it was ignoring like the doorbell. And he's like, don't come. Don't come. <laughs> All right. Come on in. <laughs> All right. So so to, I, I finally come over to this, Shaw. This, this guy episode. has stolen my heart. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like, the, okay. The last episode, I was like, okay, I think I found the winning moment for me to like Shaw. And then this whole episode just solidified me from yeah, this yeah. moment up, up until his, like, his fucking... Yeah, he's like, died. I'm going to die within four hours. Like, fuck off. Leave me alone. Let me have I, my sherry. I, I, I love, love how he's like, I love what your, what your boys are done with the ship. I love the view. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's great. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what I like about Shaw, I think that Shaw is what I think Stamets was meant to be, Adam, in in um mm-hmm. in discovery like this really like kind of smart ass but likable and useful and kind of like but i think i don't think stamets never really i think worked as he well can't, he, he walked away from that discovery. role yeah <laughs> yeah okay listen okay. is there does anybody else think that maybe just maybe fingers crossed since they're gonna end discovery next year they're taking the year off to shoot extra footage to wrap it all up that maybe they might shift their focus and make a Star Trek Titan show, and we get Shaw's captain in seven or nine. Oh, it's completely it's completely plausible. I wouldn't right. rule it out. Um, if this guy becomes like, if if he lasts the the rest of this series, which he may, right? I, I think he's going to be popular enough to to win the you know win everybody over and get that get that uh, demand because like you know honestly the first two episodes I didn't like him. Like, he, I had nah, all a prick. Yeah. But, but like he says, I, I'm he, there he, now. at some point he traded charisma for being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, nope. no, you're not. Yeah. Um, so in this scene, okay, the, the, you just had a shot of seven there. Um, yeah. I don't know if this stood out for anybody, but was her left eye looking super kind of awkward to anybody else in this scene? Did it just kind of look like a little floaty and CG to anybody else? Or was that just me? Was I, uh, I didn't notice the red that light. Yeah. I think it might be the yeah, red I light. I think it might've been the red light and the, I don't know. Just, yeah, it just I didn't notice anything, but I thought her face was kind of looking weird in this scene in motion. It doesn't it's look not so unheard much, of. So. Like with this type of lighting though, uh, yeah, that they screw red, something up and really then in post-production, they kind choice. of add something again. Yeah. If, if that's yeah, the, let's go all red yeah if we could fix anything it'd be for me is the lighting in this this series so far this whole, the whole show is dark so dark yeah well there was something um there was something on the internet today where they're like uh i need like this like flashlights to watch this show because it's so dark um th- th- we have well, a, this, they're in the middle of a gravity well of course it's gonna be dark and they barely have any power no no no, no <laughs> i mean no, that's no. Fair. you know it's dark that's from the viable beginning. you yeah. know that lighting's been dark across the whole show uh, I think jo- Jody's just here. Anytime we have like a criticism, he's going to tell us we're wrong. Yes, it's, it, somebody it's has not, to do Davin's job. Stop complaining. He's he's where he's always uh, coming from. I think um, <laughs> with uh, Riker here uh, making this log here to tr- 
Deanna, like kind of like a, a goodbye message in case the tit- in the event that the Titans recover, but he's not able to kind of finish the message. He doesn't know what to say. And uh, this think- is the worst acted scene that Frakes has done in this entire show. Why do you why do you say that? Oh, it's just so boring. It, it's there's no there's no emphasis on it. There's no like dire need or anything like that. He literally is just spewing out the words. It, it's just. But that that's the point. I, I think that no, I don't he, think it is. I think it was supposed to be the point, but it wasn't. It, it is the point because to find the words to say to his wife and but he's yeah, not choking up. He's not doing any of that. He's just, just literally going da da da. He no, wait, guys. He, ju- yeah. he just said to, to to Picard. He has no emotion. Yeah, he's right. lost it, right? And then at the end of the episode, when he's talking to Deanna, we'll talk about that later. But it's much more uh, emotion felt. Heartfelt. He's finding he's tra- he lost his heart, uh, yeah. or his heart was broken by the death of his son, and it's kind of like it's rocked his, his whole world, you know. And six so... feet under, if you will. Yeah, he talked about that in this episode, and I, so I think I, I think this I scene just think is, a guy who can act as well as he, I, I still think he could have did a better job with this scene. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was fine, um, but you know, like, I, and, it was and so I flat. Was, I was good with it. Um, the holodeck scene is next here with uh, Jack and Picard. So did everybody start this episode by going, how come there's power for the holodeck? Well, yeah, I was thinking that. And then they, they explain it away I with one line. Away. Yeah, it was good. Uh, and the whole time I knew I'm they watching it, I'm like, so are they why. all going to... Are they going to sit here and then talk about a moment and be like, oh, let's do that? And then they're just going to When that ship is going down, the one thing you want is you want to be able to at least have some sort of weird fucking place to go so you can have your last orgy. I that's, hey, that's the key here. Listen, Jody, totally agree. They did a great job explaining it and satisfied. Thank you very much. Yeah. And then it has all the passengers power, so. on the plane just started jerking off simultaneously. Right. <laughs> well, if you remember though, in Voyager, they couldn't they couldn't tap into the power from the holodeck because it was on a different system or it wasn't compatible or something like that. So they've already kind of established this idea. They just really gave us a really good answer for it this time. Uh, yeah, so. an answer we hadn't gotten before. So yeah. I was fine. I was like. You have no power, but you have power for this. But okay, fine. Um, but then, so then it uh, allows these two to have like the scene where Jack says he's not a, a wine guy; he's a, a whiskey guy. So this is the biggest moment. This is the biggest moment that took me out of the episode. They're trying to tell me that Jameson whiskey has lasted this far in the future. <laughs> I think not. Sir. He says cheaper There's... the better. I'm like, what do you mean cheap? Is there, is there more expensive and cheaper? Like, it's, it's, I thought it was all a non scarcity. Um society here in the federation but uh yeah but jack hasn't been living in the federation (laughs) he's been paying for his whiskey paying for with what i don't know with credits sex favors so their conversations here guys like uh i thought that they were were good um i i i I thought like two guys trying to know each other um i i enjoyed their the both of these guys together i think that they I understand why they cast him uh, as as Jack, although I still think he's way too old. But um, you know, he's he that the, it works. They, they're able to work the scenes well together. Um, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah, there's there's Jameson. My my uh, my wife was watching with me, and she thought that he uh, actually had some of the Picard characteristics in this this uh, this scene. You know, same yeah. kind of looks and thing. You know, maybe I, didn't I see think. It. Yeah, I, I I think that he was part, probably also partly cast on his ability to sort of like have those mannerisms that that come across, but while not being like an impression, you know. I just uh, think it's funny another person that doesn't want to drink Chateau Picard. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of them, apparently. Pass it around. Well, even Picard didn't want to drink it. He was drinking his weight wine in the beginning, right? So Yeah. Oh, yeah, in the five years ago scene. Um, so we come back to... So we we cut from the holodeck. We come back here to uh, Shaw and Seven talking about the changeling. And she's explaining the, the whole thing. Yeah, that the, change, the changeling has been here for a while. That this is a bigger thing. Uh, and then Shaw's explaining changelings to her. She's like, she's never met one. She was in the Delta Quadrant for the entire Dominion War. So, uh, so you know, she's like, he's he's kind of giving us this, like, if you've never seen Deep Space Nine, it doesn't matter. This is how changelings work. And um, Here's your they, exposition. They leave residue. Uh, residue. I, 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 I hated the fact that they put a little picture of Odo in there, though. That uh, kind of annoyed me. You hated yeah. it? It was stupid. Like, Where did they what is he like? They, uh, it's when he shows her the pad. Oh right uh, yeah. Of well, I, mean, I just he, think that's he's so like, stupid. Well, he's he was a Starfleet. Was he a Starfleet officer? Technically? No, no, no. no I guess Bajoran he militia. He okay, militia, well, he yeah. was he was known to Starfleet, so it makes sense that he would be the poster boy of their like information when it comes to the species. Uh, yeah. They well, basically, like Shaw explaining that they have to regenerate, which is true, but. And that's kind of what we saw last episode with them when when Raffi and Worf were interrogating that changeling. But that's only like once every eighteen hours. At least that's how it worked for Odo. And so it's um, it seems to be happening a little bit more frequently here with the changelings we've seen so far. Is but... this one of the first references of weed in Star Trek? Did they just were like pot? Yeah, and like I noticed pot that. And cannabis joke. He, I was he's like, like no, but that would be awesome. Yeah, I no, was they just don't... happy that pot's still around. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Uh, well. I mean cannabis? No. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Did they just like openly do that? Right. I also love here with Shaw where he's explaining that that uh, the changelings can can look like anybody, but they won't have the knowledge of the people that they're they're pretending to be. You know, he's like, you're a great. You're. Uh, he's like, you you'll make a great captain someday. And you you I really underestimated you. Is something I would say if I was a changeling and, uh, and she's like, it's, you know, it's, it's, what is it? I got it here. Um, Which is something I totally would say. If you were a changeling and not just a dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. He might be my favorite character in the last 10 years. Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's great. Yeah. It, it was working well here. Um, and I so hated him the first episode. Like the first episode, I'm like, this guy's a total ass. I want him to die. Everyone hated him. I think we're supposed to hate him. And then we, he like he grows on us through these episodes. Um, yeah. And and uh, and we. Start, if they we... did Star Trek Shaw, I'd totally watch it. Star That's Trek what I'm saying. Don't dude. count it out. Dude. Don't count it out. Good Star happen. Trek Titan series. Yeah. This shot, Captain. This shot's about yeah, Beverly starting to figure out the contractions, I guess, and all this, and she's it's a baby. One, so. two, three. <laughs> She knows it's all. It's just like Lamaz, guys. Um, we've seen these flashes come along, but this is ultimately good to, is good to what is what saves them. Meanwhile, Seven on the hunt for the changeling. She's looking through this guy's quarter. She's looking for the pot, not the weed. Um, and she, I don't know. She looks in these windows. It would have been better if she found some pot. She ultimately, but like that went. Oh, not this pot. So the she the changeling the had the to like hide his pot. Uh, I guess or something here. Like, but. It was well. It like, might not be legal in the Federation. Have a a pot? I mean, he I, could have stuck a plant in it, and nobody would have noticed. <laughs> nobody would know. But then he's uh, got to remove the plant every time he's going to go do his rest. I guess so. Uh, but he was hiding his pot up in the, in the cupboard or something, and then the residue. It's a changeling's form of a Murphy bed. Yeah. <laughs> no, every time maintenance comes in, they're going to see that shadow in the light and go, "I got to fix that." 
Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like damn balls huh, out again. What's going what's going on in that window? If I look at that window, it doesn't have it, but this one, oh, it's kind of weird. I think what's uh, more important is why do these things even come out? Uh yeah. Like, wh- what purpose do they serve? Like, Decoration? There's like a billion access ports in all of Star Trek. I mean, I, there isn't a wall that I don't expect to pop off if you True. push hard yeah. enough. Fair enough. Uh, back to the Shrike. So in the Shrike scene here, we got Amanda Plummer's character, Vatic. You know, she goes to have this conversation. Oh, I love uh, this. This is cool. She, and she takes this Klingon dagger. I think it's a Klingon dagger. Uh, and cuts her own Looks hand like off. like it anyway, uh, I'm watching this and, and I'm like, it's not very like cutting through fabric's not going to be really good for the skin. That's good. and then she just goes all morphling on me. I'm like, oh, oh, that makes oh so I think this confirms that she's a changeling as well. Of course, well, nice. well, I think, yeah. But <laughs> wait, though, like, is she like I've never seen a changeling do this. I mean, me either. No, just cut no. pieces of them off and start like, and then it creates like a communication. I, I guess with the Great Link or whoever or this other faction of changelings that is trying to do something. Um, and well, it's I guess quite this possible is, it's another faction, right? Yeah, Dominion Absolutely. 2.0. Well, this is. I think this is what Worf told us about. That th- this is the terrorist group. They want Jack for some reason uh, because he sees red flashes. I think. Uh, I or whatever. Think there, I got theories on that. We'll get to, but yeah, we'll get to that at the end there. But um, I think we're gonna have a crossover with Stranger Things. <laughs> but Please this no. this this changeling or whoever it is this oh, this boss of uh of Attic is like you're, you're you're expendable your ship's expendable because Vatic's like I, I haven't gone after them because they're they're sinking into the gravity well I can't go after them you know and he's like pursue pursue yeah, pursue pursue we don't you don't matter and so it's suicide if I go and it's suicide if you don't don't yeah <laughs> that's a great line too so then she puts her hand back, and uh, and that ends the communication. Uh, and she, oh, she has to get rid of the portal system, right? Because like, if that was... they get closer to the gravity wells, I think there's something that would happen with those things, and they would be dead for sure. So right. that's probably why she detached them. But it happened so fast. I'm really hoping you got the screenshot of what. Oh, uh, the Daystrom like... Institute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was a Daystrom Institute. Okay, I was like, yeah. what is? So that? I guess what this is, is what they Stark stole. Shit? Is this what they, what they stole? stole? That's what they, they stole. Yeah. Okay, to steal something bigger. This is what it was. Yeah, it's it was a very quick one there. Uh, and then so Vatic and the Shrike they head into the nebula to go get them back to five years ago. Uh, with Picard, not he doesn't like to tell stories, but you know, <laughs> if he has look at his, to look at his face, Dave. He's like, <laughs> but, into but, it. but let me tell you stories, kid. Let me get Listen, on my stage and, and I will tell you anything. Cold. Yeah, it's like, oh, forget yeah. the fish and chips. You know, we're gonna talk about look at that, look at that audience. They're all smiling. <laughs> Right. And I like how every time he's like, can I get back to my lunch? And they're like, no. No. You know? Uh, but... You can kind of see Jack <laughs> and this in the is, background there. And this is just before season one because they have the same outfits on. Yeah. He, so they're wearing they're wearing that. Like, I like that was good. I was like solid on the uniform notice. They're like, we have to get some uh, use out of these uniforms that we only used for one season um, yeah. with like the different necklines and whatever before they changed it up a little bit. Uh, so they're going into it and they're like, oh, but tell us about... Is it the family question? Like, do you have family, or do you ever have family? No, that uh, comes after. No, that, that comes after. Later. So no, we haven't got was, to that she point. She was yet. asking about uh, Jack. The the moment Jack Crusher died. Oh, she, she brings up She's Jack like, Crusher. Tell me about your most horrific moment where your best friend died. Come on, I really want to hear the tell story. Tell me that old ditty. Tell me that old tell story. Tell me that old ditty. Let and after that, can you tell wound. me tell Tashi R two when she died? Was it sad? <laughs> like, you know? Come on, Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, he's like, oh, well, Picard was still on the ship when t- Tasha died. It's like, I oh, know. I, I just can we just talk about all the trauma and all the friends you've lost? You know, it's um. <laughs> Remember Professor Galen? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's dead now, right? <laughs> that time you mind melded with the ambassadors, you know, Sarek. Yeah, was that fun? Um, <laughs> so anyway, present day, uh, we see that the crew starts coming into the holodeck with Jack and Picard because you know they're scared and they need somewhere to. Uh, well, they drink. thought this they're... was uh, the orgy was going to be. Yeah, they're like, oh, we, we thought that the uh, end of the world orgy was uh, going to be. Is <laughs> this the wrong ho- holodeck? <laughs> Did we get the wrong no, holodeck? They decided to end up in Patty's pubs, which is just close enough. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and they, they, I don't know. I'm trying yeah, to really go this... for that Jameson placement, though, eh? Oh, yeah. Like, Cheaper it, the better. That, that label just, it just follows the camera. As somebody yeah. who's gotten alcohol poison from drinking Jameson whiskey, my stomach is curling. <laughs> yeah, I did that with gin once, and I never touched it again. So yeah. it's just like sometimes we alcohol got poisoning. Yeah. yeah, it's a long story. Can't say I've had that before, but <laughs> yeah, but like I was just like I will never drink gin again, and I never did. Um, so it was uh, yeah. So they're all coming in, and like I don't know. I'm trying to remember all the sub guys. Help me out with the substance of this like Jack and Picard conversation at this part of the episode. Um, Oh, um, so basically this is the point where they kind of start trading tales about like, uh, oh, I found it weird that, yeah, my mother named me after her ex. Oh, yes. And he starts telling the story. He's like, yeah, I would have too. I would have too, though. So the bonds started being, you know, you know, the connection is trying to be. He starts telling the story about how. Uh, they had a grueling 10-hour journey of basically right. just, like, putting their ship back to Earth because they were ending up blind <laughs> with one of the lines being, like, he's like, so we got invited to, like, this place. He's like, to, to have sex, right? He's like, we were invited. <laughs> <laughs> we were invited. It was all good. Um, I think yeah, this is so- the only time that uh, Captain Picard has dropped the F-bomb, too. He's... Yeah, the only I, I did pull it. We'll get to that part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we see that uh, seven nine walking around with a changeling bucket that looks identical to the one Odo had on Deep Space Nine, by the way, or almost identical. And then, but and the changeling's like, "Hey, that's my bucket. That's, <laughs> that's my a great way to get caught. <laughs> that's a great get caught." And he just he shoots this other security officer. But, in but the back. why? He didn't have to do that. No, well, he eh, something to do. Yeah, he did because he's a changeling spy operative. And the moment he starts attacking her, she's going to be like, "What are you doing?" And, and then yeah, he basically turns that. his back to her. So he's like, "Elimination, elimination." Oh no, yeah. I'm not eliminating. She's getting me. Plot armor. He should. She. He like. He should have killed her because he's like shoots her right. Like it looks like it's hit her in the chest, but somehow I think it hits her in the bucket instead. No, he hits um, her. He goes. He aims right for the KFC bucket in her arm. Yeah, the bucket of chicken. Uh, like you she, got my chicken, woman. She managed to to get him back oh. here. And this this guy who played the changeling, the second changeling, I guess he's he very good. I, yeah, he just I like, like I like the looks he does here. Yeah, he's and got then that he like uh, thing going. He, he does like that. He rushes at her. She shoots him again. Um, and then he like turns into goo, and like high, goes into now, like the. What happened to Federation? Federation ships. The minute you fa- you shoot a phaser, fucking alarms go off and stuff like that. That doesn't seem to happen in any of these shows well, anymore. They're already in red alert. So what? So? What more alarms? Give me another one. Off? Should be more alarms. Yeah, there should red be alarm. more alarms. I need more alarms blaring. It's like we're <laughs> right. falling into a gravity pit. Who gives a shit about onboard fire? Well, like right yeah, now? and and uh, we and she calls the doctor. Yeah, she's like, uh, some lady just got shot in the back. She's dead. Don't worry about it. But you know, you better come get her. There's a big rush though. I, I, the, yeah, the what's the rush? 
you guys are dying at this point. Like, yeah, yeah. Who cares if the body's sitting there in the fucking hallway? Yeah, can you I think what really stood out for me. The scene is like, how is the goo just fitting into the machine walls and like the computers all like contamination? I should block this or whatever. Well, like, like the way that they're showing the changeling goo now, it's way grosser than it's ever looked. Uh, but it's it's like this skin and blood and kind of slurpy. thing. It's like, yeah, it's like a mm. human slurpy. It's like versus like on T-Space 9, it looked like this kind of like, I don't know, gelatinous kind of space-like. Wow, that was the CG thing. at the time, I think. At the time. Yeah. It, it, the, the remnant in the pot looked closer to the DS9 yes, stuff it did. than they yeah. do yeah, with like the yeah. live changeling. Anybody action, else which... disappointed when you saw the doctor and you're like, oh, she's still alive? This one? That yeah, one? this trill doctor. I just want her to die. Why? That's so she's unnecessary. A she was a bitch. Because she I had mean, one scene I don't need her to die. With a ah, she should be like, dead. She should be gone. Why didn't the changeling kill her? Yeah. No, I'm okay with it. Um, but then yeah, they reinstated Dr. Crusher, you know, because they this, need a medical officer. This is, I think this is actually the scene where Jack and Picard talk about Jack, the, the older Jack Crusher and him in the shuttle. Uh, where he's like, we were invited by the ladies. Um, yeah, he's talking about getting laid. Yeah. Well, he says that. Ten fucking grueling hours. <laughs> Ten effing grueling hours. Fucking grueling hours. You can say fucking, was, Dave. We've already said it. That was one of my right. favorite lines. <laughs> yeah. But, I, well, okay. The other thing I never realized, he says that him and Jack were at the Academy together. But I always thought that he was a bit older than Jack. So that was a bit... Um, well, the the person that we saw in the holodeck in Next Gen definitely was younger than Picard, but but that's yeah, but that was when he died. That's when he yeah, died. yeah. This is died, this yeah. is what he looked like at the time. Oh, there time. you go. Yeah, that's him. Uh, but, but I guess you know, like we're talking that was twenty years before Next Generation, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Dude, I gotta say, the guy that they got playing Jack Crusher now actually kind of looks somewhat similar to this Jack Crusher from TNG. Yeah, like he was only much. in this one He's scene, the and then, like, Will Wheaton basically cried after. He was like, oh, my dad, you know, and all that, right? But, um, yeah, maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but there's no... DNA transfer here, guys. No, no, no. He's he's not his father. So does Will know that this guy exists at this point? We don't know. Great question. Um, I you quite hope so because he seemingly seems like he's in super secret Starfleet CIA. (laughs) I don't think that's from this show. More secret than Sector Thirty One. He's off fighting zombies in this section. Are we? Are we doing? uh, Yeah, Walking Dead now. Uh, no. And anyway. we're invited. Uh, so. <laughs> but... <laughs> we're just off the rails at this point. Well, we, it was like episode two of Walking Dead. For like a half a second, guys. A little shiny ADHD. thing. Like... ADHD. Squirrel, squirrel. Squirrel, squirrel. ADHD. <laughs> Can we get back on track? Yes, sir. All right. So. Um, all right, and so yeah, while they're talking about the Shaw whole Jack Crusher story, this is where Shaw comes oh, up, ooh, and he's like, like oh, I'm, just, "I'm just glad we figured out why they were mentioning that ship in the end credits." Because I Constance? pointed that out in the first, yeah, the Constance. Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, they died in Wolf Three Five Nine. What the hell does that have to do with this show?" Other than right. you know, obviously, we Picard, met before but... Picard. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, I was like, "Oh, he... so they kind of like this is, it's okay, but I, I get that thousands of people." would have all died and or survived uh wolf 359 and he's one of them just like 
uh, Cisco was, but I felt like it was a little bit of a repeat of what they'd already done with Cisco and Picard in the first episode of Deep Space Nine. This was done uh, better though. Everybody's mad at that. Everybody's mad at Picard. Everyone, everyone, like they're like, he's like, yeah, you're. Well, you're. They should have called the- this show. Everybody hates Picard. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, he's, he's like, hey, you know about your dad? Yeah, he was like a big Borg guy for about a hot minute. They were so bad they gave him a name. But he, he, he goes on the to most tell- dangerous Borg. They called him Lacutus of Borg. He's the only Borg they who got a name. name. They gave him a name. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know if you know that Shaw. Uh, that he's the only one who I was ever given a name, um, but uh, but you know he's. I mean, you're yeah, for real. Okay, hang on. It's not the only one that was given a name. He literally has a commanding officer that was given a name. <laughs> well, that's a designation, seven of nine. But um, yeah, but, but yeah. like you know, yeah. But we saw that when the Borg took Picard and made him into Locutus, that they that this is. I always got the impression that this was something they maybe did sometimes. They're like, we'll, we'll take somebody from the species and we'll make them the representative. That's, that's what they say in Best of Both Worlds. Is he's going to be help help tra- make the transition as we assimilate your culture, right? So that he was kind of chosen for that purpose. But yeah, Shaw tells this whole story about how at the time at, during the events of Wolf Three Five Nine, he was like an engineer, a grease monkey on on the USS Constance, and then the ship was blowing up and dying, and he got to an escape pod, but there was ten seats, but there was a lot of people, I guess, and he got to be one of the lucky. Yeah, so he's basically got like this survivor's guilt, you know. Uh, See again, like this. This took Seems that so episode from the first one when we first met him, and like, you know, has he seen any battle combat? Has he seen any action? And now, yes, he has. Now he's got some definite survival goal. He was guilt, an outline in the first two episodes. This was a scene that fully colored his character. And yes, I was like I'm behind this guy, yeah. and we know he's like a little sedated because he said it when he came in the room. But I don't give a shit. I'm going to die anyway. He's like, yeah, your mom's pretty liberal with those pain meds. They're just going to tell you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever, yeah. Um, I'm just some dipshit from Chicago. Just a dipshit from Chicago. Uh, Why me? Yeah. Uh, Jack's just like, can you get a hold of yourself, please? You know, but he's also like, I'm sorry. You lost nah, I think that's more Jameson Rotgut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that look. See that, that look that right look there? Too. He's like, yeah. Am uh, I gonna barf right now? <laughs> Yeah, but Picard, Picard just kind of, you know, he was like, yeah, this is what you. you like guy's giving him the middle finger right there, though. I think that's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, you know, he's like, there fuck you, moment, Picard. There was a moment I was just watching TNG, and it was like the second or third episode in season three where they have to like deal with trying to like um, recolonize a whole group of people from a planet. And this like one alien's like, we've got the laws or whatever. And they, they keep hanging up on Picard. The Shelyak. The, episode. the, the Shelly Shelly Act, Act, yeah. yeah. They, they keep hanging up on Picard the whole episode. And the one moment he hangs up on them and they call back. And they're just like, we're being hailed. And he just like walks over to like the Enterprise side. And he just like dusts <laughs> it. But he dusts it with his middle finger. And I laugh so hard because I'm like, yeah. oh, he's just giving his sly finger there. <laughs> yeah, the commission plaque, right? I, I, yeah. I, I, I forgot to mention it earlier, but I like when Shaw entered the scene here. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt family time. I didn't mean to interrupt family. I like how he's got kind of slurred words too. I didn't mean to interrupt your family. Like though. he's a little out of it. Yeah. Which, yeah. But it kind of, so a lot of it makes sense why he's got this issue with seven of nine, why he has this thing with the card. It's not it's like, it's all rational. Uh, and it makes sense. It makes more sense than Beverly not telling Picard about the sun, honestly. <laughs> so it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, Picard just leaves and Jack kind of chases after him. 
And then I like how Shaw is like kind of in the in the holodeck here. Like his whole crew is like, "You are a dick," you know. They're just like, "Forgive me." Like, well, At some point, I chased charisma so for being an asshole. There, yes. there's a scene that shows it. I don't know if we've already gone by it or not, but there's a scene that shows Guinan in the back wall with Picard in a picture. But the picture like is a... from it's it's from uh, it's from generations, and it's when they're in the Nexus. Which I'm like, oh, that's such a stupid picture to have there because. Well, like, I was wondering. I knew that picture was from generations, but I couldn't tell. Yeah, it's from when they're in the Nexus, and it's like, why would they? How could she have a picture of that? That was an echo of her. <laughs> Maybe that was like his other wish when he left the Nexus. I I want to go to the exact moment to stop Sorn, and I want a picture. I want a picture that I can take <laughs> with me later. with Guinan. Yeah, with, with, with you, Guinan, who who are you're not the real Guinan, you're the echo left in the Nexus, but that's that's beside the I point. It was a painting, I didn't realize it was a picture. No, it it's an like, actual picture, yeah. Yeah, anyway, so we got to play the clip just because that's where we were here. at some point. Asshole became a substitute for charm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, all right. So Jack kind of chases him down. Picard, See, they got lights. It's so dark. Come on. Oh, Jody, it is so dark. <laughs> I'm just kidding you. You got, no, you got to brighten your screen to watch this show. They wear, no, and they're wearing dark clothes, too. I was gone things, to watch yeah. this show. I was like, okay, it's night now. I can watch. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, <laughs> shut all the blinds. You won't be able to see what's going on. Too much glare. But this is where uh, Beverly shows up and kind of like talks about the contractions, gives us all the uh, deus ex machina of things and, and how like what they're going to need to do. Um, so they kind of... We're next to a galactic space baby, and it's gonna pop any minute. Yeah, so they bring this plan to Riker, uh, who's like, "We're gonna ride this wave out of here," and he's just like, "Are you kidding me? Like, this is like this this plan this is, is insane. We haven't done twenty years of this. What are you talking about?" He's like, "I got, I, I got, I've, I've tried nothing, and I'm all out of ideas. But this is too nuts. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, this is just silly. Right. We're gonna die. We're gonna wait to be rescued. Yeah." Protocol says we have to be with rescue. And Picard's like, we're not getting rescued. Like, are you? Yeah, who's coming? Who's coming into the gravity well? Stating protocol. Protocol. It's like, it's like Riker. You're smarter than this. You're really gonna start relying on protocol all of a sudden. You know nobody's coming. Yeah, you're in the middle of a grat. Like the only one's coming is maybe Vatic, and she's not coming to save you. So, um, like that's your bet. That would be your best bet is to try to get mercy. Technically, she is coming to save him because she was told she had to. Yeah, even if it meant she pursue. Pursue. You have to pursue because they need they need Jack Crusher because whatever. So um, so yeah, they can, Riker is a little bit of a hard sell here, but they all kind of come together. I really like Beverly's speech that she ends up uh, giving about well, like almost like this is like destiny that we need to come together here. Look where we are here, all of us in this moment. So let's do what we spent our entire lives learning to be great at. Good speech. Some good lines they gave here to, to, to Beverly. Um, this was this was a turning point for me in this episode. I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm into this. I like it. I like the whole trust speech. We trust each other. We're not going to get through this when we don't. Like, yeah, which is like Deanna it. would say, it's about trust because he kind of looks down here at the at the message from Deanna, you know that he was about, starting to record and didn't finish, and it's almost like he has a bit of a. Well, yeah, I kind of skipped ahead here, but yeah, this is where Beverly kind of puts it to Riker and says that speech, and he that 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 that's where he's like, you know, you're right, and I I need to come around here, take this leap of faith, and try something, take this risk, and 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 I guess it's almost like they're they're uh, they're getting used to working together again, you know, a little bit. So the band's coming back together, at least these particular three, and Jack's along for the ride too. Why not? 
he's like our new Wesley, I guess. So Just hanging um, out in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. Can you see him? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Where is he? Okay. Oh yeah, there he is in the right hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> see Jody. <laughs> see. Uh, like, this is pretty. I didn't know he was there. <laughs> exactly. You can, you so can hide in a corner in this show, man. So uh, Riker gives the speech over the comm. This is your acting captain speaking. You know, we're gonna Who basically the ride lighting this- there. Well, that, this is what's great. This is one of the what those moments. Like. Where, this is when they get like the flash. At this point, this I'm is, just pointing it out for Adam. This is just like this was like the one shot I got with any light in it. But this is this only lasts for like uh, a frame, and then it goes away. But I I, I got it in there. And he's uh, he's just like, listen, we're gonna well, try I to get actually it. see what Riker's uniform looked like in that shot. This whole time, it's hard. Oh, hold to on, like, I didn't got even red on. Gold I didn't even know had red on it before. It's like a, it's like suede, guys. Like, yes, that's back, cool. yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, like, oh, look, look at all that texture that you can see when there's actually some lighting on on um, on the uniform there. But you, you don't see that most of the time. Then uh, this is when he's giving the speech, like, we're going to ride the wave. We might die, but we're going to have to come together. I've been in worse jams than this. Um, gives a pretty good speech. I liked it. And then shot. This, this, I, okay, just, shot. just up to this point, I was kind of like piecing together where they were going to go with this story where they're like, okay, we got to ride the wave. In my mind, I'm like, so what are they going to do? Are they going to just, like, open up their shields and deflectors, put it all in the front, make it, like, some sort of sail and catch energy from the wave and push themselves that way? Like, this is what I was concocting in my mind. But then when they were like, no, we got to, like, open up the nacelles and charge them like batteries. And I'm like, okay, that makes way more sense. (laughs) Well, they need power. They still have to solve their power issue, so I get that part. But then they, I think they were like, there's also this concussive blast that's gonna move us away or something. I don't know. They Well, yeah, they're like, you know, we gotta fix this. They went to show. And I think the whole point of opening the nacelles was to get enough power to warp. Yeah, but but I like I, so I uh, I like how like they go to see Shaw and I love Picard here. I need your help, despite the fact that you are indeed a dipshit from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. Good Best moment. line from Star Trek ever. Now I, I you are, he's like, yeah, you're right. I am a dipshit from Chicago. They've used nice. dipshit a couple times. They've they've had Picard swear like this thing's just full of it. Like Shaw is a full very different. Awesome. Shaw's a very different captain. I get that Shaw was really hurt bad and he gave command to Riker, but it's hard to imagine another, like one of like our hero captains from the other shows, like staying in his quarters while um, like somebody else is in command of the ship in this kind of a situation. But <laughs> boys, you really wrecked my ship. I like the view you gave me. Like, yeah, but he's okay. So they have to like almost like go recruit him, which is interesting. Um, and so they, they talk about the, the cells that they have to take the well, covers it's off. Well, because the, the retrofit. The retrofit still has old technology. Okay, here's my other. Here's my other. No, here we go. What the I hell knew is going to be a problem? What do you mean retrofit? Like what? What is going on? Like okay, this, this is this is where new coat of paint and some stuff on top of it. So this we're led to believe this is the same ship. They put a body kit on the ship. That's what they did. A body kit. <laughs> Basically, but, but no engineer would know except him how to open these themselves. They said it's a complicated process and they need... It like, looks like he just broke a cable. It. it looks like he cut into this thing. And, yes, but uh, he knew which cable to break, Adam. Yeah, fine, you know, fine. he knew Jeez. the red cable. He had to cut the red <laughs> wire and only he had the ability to do that because he's an old grease monkey. I do well, like how his... Uh, he's an old dipshit from Chicago. <laughs> Go back, Dave. 
There, super card. You Fair. see how his uh, name badge looks like it's glow glowing? There it is. I love that scene. Oh yeah, pretty cool. Yes, guys. No, we gotta we gotta talk about. No, this. they accidentally they accidentally found a light source on there and it shined on his badge. That's all that was. Like they don't seem like the, these guys who are running the Star Trek. They don't seem to understand how ships work. They don't like and how the registry numbers work. And like if I'm like if this is the same ship, if we're led to believe this is the same Titan that that Riker was in command of, that we see in like Star Trek Lower Decks and whatever. But it has a completely different. It's not a body kit. You think it's a completely different configuration. Like, and it has a new registry number. It has an A at the end. So that, like, that says to me, this is a brand new ship. It's but, not the but, same ship that Riker was on. No. But but then they say that these nacelles. But this are 20 is the second old. reiteration of this ship. With that registry. I, that's what that's what we I thought too. But then some. But then why does Riker, when he even sees it, says hello, beautiful? Why would he say hello, beautiful? He doesn't even know this ship. Because I think he was on the old Titan and on this one until he said no anymore. Well, when was the ship even built? Like I'm confused by these. Well, things. the original well, version was, was probably years ago. Built so what? What was the ship ago. in the last last season's ep last episode? It was a Titan, right? Yeah. Yeah. But which which letter? A. The Titan A. It was the A. Okay. And it's still we're led to but, this it, is the but Titan it didn't have a. the same registry number, did it? Yeah. 80 something or other, you know, it starts with 809 eight. something. Yeah. yeah, it has it. So, like, like, I don't know. I gotta look it up because when they did this in Discovery and then they gave Discovery like a retrograde in the 32nd century, they added an A to the Discovery. And I was just like, well, it's not really. Well, that's what the letters are supposed to be, right? Like, they're supposed to be revisions of the ship, but they're supposed to be the next generation of the ship. So, like, yeah. the, the Enterprise A is not the same as the original Enterprise, or the Enterprise B is not the same as the original Enterprise. This, I'm also bringing this up because um, when they were talking about the Stargazer last season, they're like, well, I, I think, because Terry Metallus or somebody was giving an interview, and they're like, well, I think a little bit of, like, a Picard Stargazer is in this Stargazer. I'm like, how? Picard's <laughs> old Stargazer was destroyed. Like, it, it, it doesn't exist anymore. You couldn't put pieces into it like it's like they, they just don't seem to get it they don't seem to get these things but anyway that's I my mean, nitpick have schematics okay they could have schematics from you know previous ships and they're like well to give it homage you know they could add no. those schematics into these no they're just not paying enough attention uh they need I mean, okay so the I original don't know, there's already metallus the original titan without the a yeah is a luna class and that yeah. was the one that uh riker, Riker took over Right. Just after the Enterprise E. Yes. Yes. Okay, so we got that down. But what happened to that ship? Uh... We see, You see in the conference room, you see the three ships. You see the Titan yeah. that, I guess, Savik commanded, right? Okay, He's... so that ship was succeeded by the Titan A vessel, which was seen first in Picard Disengage. Uh, in disengage, yeah, I just like okay. What am I trying to say here? Um, that it's oh no, I, the, I get what you're trying to say. Is it I the just... same ship or isn't it? You know, was it rebuilt or wasn't it? Um, what is Raker's connection to this ship or not? Okay, so the A is the third Starfleet vessel to bear the name Titan and the second to bear the 80102 registry. That's what I memory alpha is telling you, yes. Because that's what would make sense, and that's what the fans have been thinking. The fans who pay attention to this stuff, but um, yeah, the Titan but, A was commanded by uh, Liam Shaw, so this right. is not the same. Well, 
It's not the same it's ship. It's not but, the same ship. But but sometimes in the dialogue, the way they say it, it almost makes it feel like it's the same ship. When he's talking about the nacelles being like these old nacelles that, you know, I'm like, well, if, if this is... Well, like I guess maybe what he's just trying to say is like, it's a lot like it, I guess maybe is maybe. what he's trying to say. But... Yeah, whatever. So that's that's my, my weird little thing here. Yeah, because um, 2401... Uh, twenty-four year twenty-four oh one is when this ship exists. Which oh, that's right my now. other nitpick. Twenty, if it's twenty-four oh one, and and we're told that Jack in this episode is twenty-three or twenty-four. Yes, right. Not that too. That that no, he can't be that old. He can't because, be that old. Yeah. Um, there's my calculator. Oh. So Sean, on, has is this, this a kick-ass ship- podcast? Is this a kick-ass podcast? Hold on. I was gonna say, this guys, is are we talking kick-ass too? Background. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so 2401, my, sorry, 2401 minus uh, 23 is 2378. So that means that Jack would be born before Star Trek Nemesis, if that's true. Yes. Um, which wouldn't be the case, I don't think. But memory alpha does have it as right now. This is 2401. Yeah. But maybe it's not 2401. But these are our minor things. Oh, guys, we missed. We kind of glossed over this whole moment where Riker kind of puts Picard in command. So he went off from kicking him off the bridge last episode to he's like, "Why don't you take the center chair and I'll be your your your." Well, he he just is controlling it for the asteroid run, right? Like, yeah, he's like, "You know how to get through asteroids, so this will work." (laughs) Nobody knows how to sail blind better than you. So than you, you no one knows how to fly blind better than you, Picard. So there's no other pilots on the ship. They missed a total possible easter egg in this that they could have easily did where they could have had it could have had him you know maneuvering through and as he's doing it he's singing that song that data was singing while he was chasing him oh a british star is or, a or not nemesis but yeah 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 uh, british star, da, da, da. insurrection insurrection that's it yeah yeah i know i have it here somewhere the uh, the, the, the pedo sullivan yeah, yeah. A British tar is a soaring soul as free as a mountain bird. His energetic fist should be ready to resist. <laughs> that would have been amazing if he did that. Real word. Sing, walk, sing. Sing, walk, sing. Um, sing, walk, sing. Yeah, so he goes, does the whole engage thing. Finally, we get we get Picard sitting in a chair on a bridge saying engage. Took us three seasons, but here we go. <laughs> we finally uh, got her. We finally <laughs> got her. Three worth seasons, it. yep. Yeah. Uh, he kind of says it on like the La Serena at the end of season one, but he's standing and he's just like, let's engage. And then, I guess they didn't ever went anywhere together. Um, yeah, so we see the ship going through here. We got uh, Sean Seven trying to get the nacelles open in time, which apparently. I like this scene. Have, I thought this was cool. Yeah, they this had a whole conversation where, you know, Seven's just like, she's like, you know what? It would be a really bad time right now if, if you were a changeling that wanted to sabotage a ship. This would be a very opportune moment to sabotage the ship. And she was like, yeah, it certainly would. And she's like, yeah, it certainly would. I better go let somebody know that we're here doing this very dangerous thing and walk away. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's seven to leaves. And then we got um, uh, Crash LaForge, but it's not, of course. It's the changeling. Looking very sinister as the as uh, as LaForge, crash uh, LaFoe, and you can see like Liam Shaw here. He's like he's very like, uh, hey, Ensign. He knows it's not her, but he he's trying not to like let on. That he That's why he like immediately put the pen in like stab motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
right? But Seven gets the jump on her here, or him, or it. Um, and, uh, you know, there's the, the whole conversation here. What do you mean? Uh, she's like, what's my name? Commander Hansen. Nope. And just shoots her dead. <laughs> she calls me Seven. She calls me Commander. Out of respect. She calls me. I like how she says that, though. Out of respect. Respect. And Shaw's just like, respect. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Shaw's just like, cool. Okay, back to work. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, you're you're fantastic. By the way, still the captain. Just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. And then we come back. Well, just so we know she's not dead. We get we we, we see Poss- her back on the possible board. spin-off, just so you know. Yeah, could be. Um so the Shaw's Shaw's do I like how I like how I like how they set it too up that Shaw's background was as an engineer and like so they need they they need uh, him to do this. Uh, we don't even know who the chief engineer of the ship is, but it doesn't really matter. Um you get the, the these things open. Um, and they're coming out here at this boulder and, oh yeah, he's like, Jack, let's do some father son stuff here. Why don't you come over and you watch for the asteroids? You know, this would be a real good Get role the gym, for you. Boy, we're going to set sail. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you come over? You look at that screen, Jack. And you tell reality, me. Yeah, I doesn't have his glasses. Yeah. So aside from the forge, you got nobody who's actually crew members running the ship. No. Uh, well, there's got that Bajoran guy. Ten forward, having an orgy. <laughs> yeah, but mostly, most of this crew doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't seem to know what they're doing. You know, it feels like. Uh, you got that Vulcan lady at science. You got that other alien at ops. Uh, so there's there's a few. They presumably but... have somebody going to the storage areas to figure out where the, all the light bulbs are, so they can change yeah. them later. Will we ever get light bulbs again? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no so light dark. bulbs for us. I get it's supposed to be. It gets even darker soon, guys. Get just wait when they have to like cut power. Yeah, yeah and this is where Jack, where they, they have this moment where they're gonna go, and Jack's like, "Trust me, I can see this asteroid," and because uh, they're about to go. And... Wait four more seconds. Trust wait four me. more seconds. Just trust me. You gotta trust me, Dad. He's like, okay, I'll trust you, son. Okay, ready? And then there's kind of like the this version moment. of playing space catch. Basically, yeah. yeah. And they uh, they get going on there. And it works. Something. So they've killed life support. It must be getting pretty cold in there pretty quick. Imagine that. And, uh, and I like how they all have to like take a breath afterwards, uh, too. Uh, oh, I know. <sighs> I was like, I think you would still have some air. In I the mean, cabin. come on. If, if, listen, I would say if they turn life support off, there's enough air inside a giant ship like that that they could probably last a few That'll hours. They'll be fine for a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like just the, the, heat. The, the, the methods sound. If your if mean, your car goes into a bottom of a fucking lake, you still have some time to breathe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and if your like... car is stuck in the middle of like a winter frozen, if you shut the engine off, it's not like you're gonna get cold right away. You got at least an hour before. I kind of wondered cold. about the environmental suits. I'm like, wouldn't the environmental suits maybe give you a little bit longer? Yeah, I don't, I don't think not. they have that many of them though. Maybe not. It's not minus 500 degrees either outside there. You know. No. Well, I don't know. Hear it, it is. anyway. You, you thought the show Maybe was dark inside guys. the nebula womb. It's really warm when they turn off all the lights. <laughs> yes, it's a warm this, this is what it looks like when they turn off all lights. Uh, I want to know who's galactic embryonic fluid. You know, <laughs> you yeah. don't got to worry about the cold so much. Yeah, there's kind of like just they're just all alone in the dark here. Clone Army sixty six says, "I miss the carpeted and well lit bridge." I think <laughs> yeah. same. I miss the think- Marriott Convention Center. Where is it? <laughs> yeah, I miss that hotel check-in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's kind of this moment here where they're kind of waiting to see if they're just going to die, here, suffocate in the dark or not. But then it happens, boom! And the light, the the wave hits them and doesn't kill them. 
and they're able to. I I gotta okay, out. I I gotta. I wanted to see it, but I also like the fact that they just never showed the center of the nebula. They never brought it on screen. You never really saw what it was. They didn't try and make up any image. They're just like flashes of light. We're hitting with energy. Okay, we're going to catch a wave and get the fuck out of here before it explodes, whatever the hell it is down there. You know, they don't show it. You just kind of like play with it in your brain to a point where you get the ultimate reveal at the end when it does pop off. Yeah. Yeah, like it's... Uh, we see like the nacelles charging here. I was like, I don't know, just get the hell out of here, guys. I just want them to escape. So I was like, it's working. They're escaping, because I like, you know, I guess I, I guess I'm, I'm eager for like this to move on and for them to get together with Jordy and Worf and the rest that they're gonna Indiana that they're gonna catch up with later in the season. Um, yeah, and so they're they're riding this wave and like it's coming along. I, I do like the scene where they all got pushed back in their chairs. You know. Oh yeah, it was, it that was back here. The like, whoa. Beverly can stand it though. She just. I like, like, I like the, the new Riker thing. maneuver, which is coming up. Oh, is that coming up? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we oh, got yeah, that going. Yeah. Right, and then they're riding the wave. They're they're getting out. Things are. They're starting to smile. They're starting to feel better about things. And then who do we see? It's Vatic coming up on them. You know. Oh, not her. What what species is this? Does anyone know what species this ops officer is? I don't know. No idea, I mean, but I'm interested. If anyone knows in the comments, please let me know. I, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, I don't um, think anybody knows. Uh, yeah, and then Amanda Plummer's like, I'm here to get you. Ha ha ha. You this know, is her joker moment. She's like, you're right where I thought you'd be. Come on, hit me. Right where I needed Hit me, come on. Yeah, and this is where Riker does his. motherfucking one of you. Yeah. Oh, no, different movies. Sorry. I'm going to execute every one of you. Uh, but yeah, we see this Riker, this the Riker maneuver, if you want to call it that, where he, they're like, he's like, why don't we, we just tractor beam I think that's uh, the new an Riker asteroid, yeah. and they throw this asteroid at the Shrike, which I was like, sure. They do cool. a lot of throwing things that they're not supposed to be throwing in this season. Well, they? she threw a ship at them, so might as well yeah, yeah. throw it back. This was um, uh, apropos then. Yeah, Space but we see touch. that like doesn't destroy her. It just kind of. It would have been great up. if she's like, "Who throws an asteroid?" Honestly, yeah. honestly. <laughs> right. Who throws Riker's a shoe? Like, and I think Beverly, like, did you just throw an asteroid? He's like, "I damn right, well I did." What you know? is and... with the shit grin on uh, Jack's face, though? Like every scene has him with a shit grin on it now. And it's I like... think that Dave probably just pulled those just. <laughs> On purpose. You think Dave just pulled those on purpose? That's what he does. That's what he's always doing. Yeah, he's always um, got that so, shit going on. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, they're all they're like we're hemorrhaging power. So we're we're hemorrhaging not dying, power. But that uh, we get from the bird people in their subtitles that that's uh, not going well for them. That they're gonna have. I to mean, lick they're their clearly got to be like changelings too, right? Like, no, I don't think they, they are. Why do they talk like birds? Maybe they're Jemadars. Um, but hmm, but the there it is, right there. We need an, at least an hour to get the core back online. They're not done. They're not done. We'll see her again. Yeah, they're oh, not, she'll they're be not. in the next episode, probably. Uh, so then Shaw and uh, Seven come to the bridge. Uh, and, and, no, she'll know. be an episode behind. That's why she's got an hour. Oh, oh and okay. then they get this whole moment where they oh the babies are being born, guys, and it was uh, space we got, jellyfish, be, space squids again. At least yeah. they're not holding hands this time. <laughs> yeah, very I'm cute gonna... eyeballs for some I, particular reason. This was a kind of a nice moment, I guess. Although it was like, I, you know, it was very, it was very TNG exploring new life, new life, and new civilizations. See, and, you know. It was like, yeah, being back, you know, we see kind of what they look like. They look 
like they have mouths and eyes. I, and you they know look what? Like I, I would have liked these if they didn't have the like the the like clearly yeah. like Disney cartoon eyes. Maybe give them pupils something like they're babies. I know, All babies but like the pu- guys, they're meant sure, to look cute. No, they're they can be. Cute, they can yeah, they can meant to be look cute, but like they could have been looking cute with not round pupils. Like give them like shrimp eye pupils or maybe some goat pupils or something. Make goat. it alienish. Slits. Yeah, yeah, right. You know. Yeah, they were like they were meant to just go ooh, like the rest of them are, and that's all good. They they kind of they they, they, they it's almost like a bonding moment. For I them. think this is a missed opportunity. I think that what we should have saw is them start attaching to the hull and like sucking on them and stuff. <laughs> if they like, we have a new problem. Now yeah, now we have another to... goddamn like, and then you we just have R- the milk. Yeah, or no, R- Riker's just like seriously, how many problems can we have in one day? I think the real missed opportunity is the fact that this wasn't the birth of a Q and we just got back John DeLance. <laughs> oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> they go to warp. They get out of there uh, and things are going well. And this is where like everyone's hugging uh, and like the only family I ever knew was Starfleet. And this is where Picard's looking at Jack. And I guess Picard figures out that he's seen Jack before, you know, like where he was telling all those those officers that story. Uh, and Jack did come try to find him or whatever, I guess, or try to like kind of stalked him, uh, softly. This was five years ago. So Jack was, if we believe like Jack, any is... family outside of work, dad, any, they... uh, any family, no. any family, uh, you no, know, Starfleet's the only family I need. Well, what about his nephew, Renee? What about his brother? Uh, you know, Renee died like, in a fire. Well, but, they, but. <laughs> They they were his family. Like ah, they're so, not anymore. They're charcoal. Well, I don't uh, like. <laughs> um, and 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 Just we're led like to believe that family. this thirty five year old man is like what eighteen actually, at best here. One thing I did um, learn today, actually, about this episode is well, not this episode in particular, but uh, talking about actually that scene in Generations. One of the one of the guys that played his kid was actually the changeling in the previous episode. Oh, really? You know that other changeling? Yeah, it was the same guy. Oh, he played, when he was like, he, he played Picard's Papa. kid in the, yeah. Hello, Papa. Uh, Hello, yeah. Papa. I love the doll, Papa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so it actually was the same actor. He's just obviously grown up now. Right. So, but, um, so, and, and, uh, of course, you didn't recognize him. He had a baseball hat, guys. How could Obviously, he, that, that does it right there. The, that's the Chris Evans Captain America I can hide that's in public. That's a disguise. That, like, superheroes use that disguise. disguise. Yeah, right. everybody knows that disguise. That's works. uh that's the Clark Kent maneuver right there. Yeah. yeah. And and uh and I don't know. I don't know if uh Picard figures this out here. He's like and then he was gone, then Jack w- walked away. But I don't know. Isn't that just kind of unfortunate that Picard said that? <laughs> that particular well, moment? it's supposed to it's supposed to put Jack back into reality that, you know, this guy really isn't your dad in the in that sense, right? Right. His love isn't Starfleet. He'll he'll never love me. You know yeah, he'll never love like, me like he loves Starfleet. Uh, my mom like, was okay, right. One yes, but also two. You caught him in a moment when he's trying to entertain a small crowd of kids, and he just wants to eat his goddamn fish and chips for a minute. So well, he was like, it, and it was a bunch of Starfleet dismissive. officers. He was like, he yeah, wanted exactly. He wanted them to he's feel good. Officers. He didn't, he didn't Not only that, his, who like, wants cold fish and chips, man? That's gross. 
he didn't expect his like long lost son that he didn't know about to like walk in and ask him about the, the finer points of morality at that particular moment. But That's tell true. me, listen, you've been talking about your business career. Tell me more about your personal life as I sit here with my stalker hat on the <laughs> <Yeah>. bar, thirty <laughs> feet behind everybody else. Right. Yeah, it was kind of it was, it was odd. All right, final se- couple scenes here. We got uh, Riker talking to Deanna. You know, uh, and Riker kind of explained that he's. It, this experience has changed him. The seeing these baby, these space babies born, were had an effect on him. That he's starting to deal with his issues around the death of their son. And the universe is beautiful and full of life. I haven't heard you talk like that since our son was put in a grave. <laughs> yeah, which was what, like three years ago, two years ago? Uh, more I think. than that, yeah. Um, at this point, and yeah, so she's like, "Are you and Jean Luc in trouble?" I don't Listen, know yet. I'd- the, oh, the problem, okay. This here's my problem with they're this always scene in trouble. is they're just all like, you know, you haven't talked like that. You, you haven't been happy since our son's been dead. But we literally saw him in the first season making pizza and being jovial with his wife and his daughter, no, 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 no. and they that talked about the... their dead son. But yep. they were like pretty much over it and accepted the fact that he died, and they were living their life, and they seemed pretty keen about it. I thought so the issue was, was that that was as described was is that he hadn't shown emotion around it and she needs to feel emotion. She needs to see him grieving. And I don't think that happened. Like, I think that maybe what was what they, I don't know if they were going for that in that particular episode in season one, but I think that the, maybe the idea is that when, when Picard showed up, then he was like, Oh, it's you. Okay, great. And then he kind of was able to use that as a distraction because we see that he's, it's not that he doesn't have any emotion. He's he was able to talk to Jack Crusher last episode uh, in a, in a somewhat emotional, Away, but he, he can't deal with some, I guess, of his deeper pains and issues, like the, the traumas. Uh, he pushes all that down in a way um, and uh, compartmentalizes it, and so he's he, he's starting to open up finally. Even though we don't, I don't think we're always seeing that when we just see Riker and Picard. But I guess if we had seen that episode with uh, back in season one, if we'd seen like Riker and Deanna Troy living for even a day, you know, before Picard shows up, it'd be interesting to see if it would have been different. Maybe he had not, a sweet ass yeah. pizza oven. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just, who isn't going to be I'm happy saying. about it's like that? The dialogue so far in this season regarding Riker and Di- Di- Diane and all that stuff, it just makes it seem like it's far more bleak and he's far more separated from the, her, yeah. the family than what we saw literally two seasons ago where he's fucking yeah. mama mia pizza guy. All of a sudden, you know, pizza. Like he, yeah, and then like he came in at the end, right? So yeah, I we're, we're gonna see if, if if we get any more of that. Um, all right, until the I, I personally and... hope we don't get any more of that, and I hope that you know, like, uh, okay, oh, actually, it. no, maybe, maybe I would be okay nice if Riker. that's it too. Yeah. So 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 far we've seen Worf, Deanna, Riker, Beverly, Seven, Picard. No, so we still need to see Jordy yet, and we still need to see more lore. Brent Spiner in some form, I guess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and whatever he's going to be this week. Yeah, and, then and, and you said there. that uh, um, what's her Denise name? Crosby. Denise Crosby coming back? Okay, she's in some form, she's, she's going to be in this season. Yeah, yeah, we're um, going to see her in C- as Sela. She might something. be Sela. She might be another Tashiar. We don't know. So, um, oh, I was just joking about that. But okay, <laughs> no, she's, she's coming. And I oh, think, I think, coming, the fact, yeah. I think the fact Wesley's that we've seen the, the end, one that really needs to show up. And well, there's there's, there's there's rumors that he let it slip that he may have been on the lot. So yeah, he like there, I need I need some. I think you're gonna something. get a cameo appearance by him. He's gonna show up for something. 
Guys, you gotta remember talk- he was he was a nemesis and got cut out. <laughs> we need to talk about this ending here with this episode. Yeah. Which what, what's going on with Jack's um, red vine things that He's, are coming? Through? Okay, here's here's my theory behind all of this. Um, you remember that TNG episode in season one where Buddy's like, "I'm dreaming of a woman," and that woman's dreaming of the guy, and then they end up like he ends up taking that dude who is like the psycho dude from heroes to the planet and he lives his life with the girl or whatever i think we're getting something similar like that where jack is having these like mental you know twisty brain images where he needs to meet up with some woman that's going to connect ultimately the uh the the changelings and the dominion to the federation in some like elaborate manner um and he's the connecting tissue in that way um what 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 is going on with Jack's necklace? What is this necklace? What is this meant to be? <laughs> it looks like he's like wearing like a saint, like he's a religious guy or something. Um, what if he's actually a changeling himself, though? You know, he doesn't know it. Yeah, or something. To that What's up at the door? What is what does the door opening represent? Uh, uh, the only other door we got was in Picard with his Picard. his mom. Oh yeah. Mental. I don't know. Theory. Any theories, Adam? What's going on with Jack? No. No, I leave it to the theories to you guys and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm well, not totally sure. Something to do with yeah, the changelings. Right. We we like, need to hear from Davin on this one because he'll he'll tell us. Oh yeah, yeah. We're, Davin's usually the theories. Like, Listen, he's connected okay, well, to the changeling mind hive somehow. All right. You well, know? guys, we, it took us an hour and twenty to really kind of break down this episode. It's because um, we were trying to figure out what we could see. Yeah. yeah, we were trying to figure out the lighting issues and how we could turn the lights on, and um, we needed a, 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 a an old we grease the monkey carpet. To, to get behind the, the wires, but they're still looking for it. It's right. probably well, stuck in metallic. Let's break this episode. Uh, Davin already gave it a ten. He thought it was a great episode. Really? Uh, of course. Yeah. I don't know about a ten. Okay, well, um, I'm I'm I like this more than last week's episode, so I think I'm I'm feeling pretty good about it. I think I'm going nine, guys. Goody, mm. come back to me, Adam. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. And Murphy, I'm getting in the. I'm going to give it a six and a half, honestly. It wasn't super great for me. It, you know, there was really oh, only two good scenes in it that I was like, yeah, that's awesome. This yeah, see, this is the problem didn't... that I have as well. I'm kind of with Murphy on this. Well, when it's you when you started, time, yeah, when you started with, I didn't know where they were going. I go, oh, boy. Yeah. Right? Well, like, I'm going to do an the... eight. It just, it just uh, didn't feel like they had, like, like, there was no urgency to the, like, what are they going for? It didn't really quite land on what they were going for in the episode until probably the first 15 minutes, and then it's like, oh, okay. And then it took them... The cohesion like, was know. the issue here. Yeah. yeah. I, I was more just like, with the canon thing, I was like, what do you mean these nacelles are 20 years old? Uh, that's why I took a point <laughs> off. That's, uh, the, that's the big issue for you. Uh, okay, so we're averaging an 8.4 between the five of us who have voted here. This has currently a, an, a, an IMDb rating of 9.3 at this hour with 376 votes. Yeah, it's um, only day one, though. Day one. Kevin's Kevin. never coming back. As we He's mentioned, um, Drake's directed this <laughs> one. Exactly. Kevin's like, I'm done. 
It's like I'm over the show. No, he's, he's not. I watched. asked him. I he's asked still him. watching it. He's still yeah, watching. When we were curling with him, he said he was. Uh, he was good. He was still watching it. So, guys, uh, the next the next uh, two episodes are going to be directed by um, Dan Liu. Um, and the next one is called Imposter. As we we alluded to, that's probably got to be a changeling related Does thing. Has like written all the episodes for this? No, he hasn't written all of them. He he wrote the uh, the first episode by himself, and he wrote this episode with Sean Tretta. Yeah, and he's who, doing the last episode, I think, too. And he's doing the last yeah. episode, which he's also directing. So um, so so maybe just maybe in the next few episodes we won't get a planet with metallic. By the way, the by the way, the whole planet metallus thing. That's been around for a lot longer than we realize. Well, yeah, because in Enterprise, member. it was in Enterprise as well. But Metallus was yeah, an was, like was a writer on Enterprise. Yeah, no, but yeah, writer. but what I'm saying is like this isn't new to just this series. No, um, no yeah, but like his name's been associated. But it being shown on screen is. Um, yeah, it's there's, there's a lot more Metallus in this season than there was ever. In even 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 uh, Jack tells Picard, he's like, "You ever been to Metallus Prime? Nasty place, you know." Even, well, yeah, Metallus, Metallus Prime, Prime is mentioned in in Enterprise. Well, right. yeah. Well, do you, he, they men, mentioned like Metallus Four in this episode too, and I'm like, how yeah. many Metallus planets are there? Come on. Well, apparently, apparently, this had nothing to do with uh, Metallus. Actually, it was more along the lines of, um, more along the lines of that um, he. Um, uh, this was like a joke that the writers put in. So yeah. he actually had no part of it, apparently, according well, to the, like the thing that I saw. TNG thing. Like the no, the no, the, the all the all the Metallus uh, planet stuff in the in this series had uh, nothing to do with him. They put it uh, in as a joke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, guys, I think we're going to sign off. I think we've said everything we can about this particular story. You know, I'm. I'm I think the season's going pretty good so far. I'm kind of. I'm enjoying I'm it. To... Yeah, I'm looking forward to next episode. I'm. I'm. Where is this know, heading? Hopefully, they really open up open up the nacelles if you will and get riding with this maybe now that they got the power they can turn on the lights yeah maybe. like maybe they can get close to a sun or something you know maybe they can <laughs> i don't know show us the decor we'll find out that the floors are purple and be like wait it's all purple <laughs> just gold shag accents <laughs> shag carpeting yeah all right well, I think we can. Uh, so, yeah, as we mentioned, eight point four is our rating tonight. Uh, we liked it, but not as much as last episode. And um, uh, we are going to be back in next week, like, just collectively. Some of us liked it more than last week, but um, I, you and I did, Adam, but the others did mm-hmm. not as much. And 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 Davin definitely did. Well, Davin's been giving out. He's giving out three he's tens, tens like crazy. Tens like he's, out, he's he, giving out uh, tens like candy, but he give he had three Davin, tens and eight. Davin's rating scale is one to three and eight ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's it I, there's no numbers liking it this much honestly yeah. alright guys um, so uh, if you didn't know here on Live Long and Podcast we have all kinds of great Star Trek podcasts all the time Monday nights we have our ongoing Star Trek Enterprise rewatch uh, that's with uh, Jody and Adam and Kevin and Davin's in there sometimes too and myself um, and uh, we are into season three now. We got um, what's it? The next episode called like Similitude or something or Simultude. Sim- it's where a trip gets cloned. Yeah. Um, so Similite. that we'll be doing that next Monday. On Tuesday, we have our next episode of Star Trek: D Space Nine to cover, uh, which is going to be what? Um, which, by the way, know. Monday I'm traveling for work, so I might not be joining you. Oh, okay. I'm gonna try, uh, but we'll see. 
All right. Well, let us know if you can't. Um, uh, Deep Space Nine, we're doing The Reckoning on Tuesday, which is the episode where like the Pa Raves and the uh, prophets go at it, where they, they possess Kira oh, and Jake. Yes. And, yeah. and they have like this holy war. Kai wins involved. It's a good episode. Uh, so we'll be talking about that next and then Picard. And then our Star Trek Radio Theater this Saturday night, guys. We're going to be doing Star Trek Lower Decks comic book miniseries um, where I'll be playing Dracula. Yes, that's right. This Star Trek story has a Dracula. Do you have a got preview? Um uh, I want to suck your blood. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, and I'll uh, be uh, Shaxx. We got Jody as uh, Steven Stevens, and we got uh, Adam playing Admiral Chapman. Murphy's gonna be playing uh, the space hippies and some aliens and different different Ray characters. Mangrove. And Mangrove and a few a few different uh, uh, characters. We got we got it's gonna be a lot of fun. Check that out live 9 p.m. Saturday, March 11th, on our Live Long and Podcast channel. Uh, you can listen to all that. And we're part of a federation of podcasts, all kinds of great podcasts, including uh, well, the Murphy's podcast, Hold Up with Davin. They do every second Wednesday where they talk movies. Uh, you guys got what the, 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 the TV movies coming up next? Yeah, so next coming up Wednesday, we're doing uh, television episodes. Uh, apparently, Davin doesn't think Weird Al Yankovic isn't funny. And I think UHF is one of the greatest films. Ever. It is so actually, phenomenal. Yeah, That's a great films show. this time yeah. uh, in television. And one of those films is UHF. So I'm making him watch UHF. And I think that he's going to hate him. that. He's probably going to hate it. He's and gonna we're going to hate butt it. But heads. Cause it's one of my all time five, like out of top five films. It's not a good movie, movie, but it is so much fun. So funny. It's the yeah. best. Fun. It's a classic. And then uh, he chose stay tuned from 92, <laughs> Which looks like a UHF ripoff, in my opinion, but we'll see. I guess we'll talk about that. And uh, <laughs> then I picked uh, Goodbye and Good Night, which is basically the mm. McCarthy era telling with like Robert De Niro. It's all yeah. black and white. It looks super dramatic. It's a it's a huge shift change in the. But is anybody going to so win a red snapper? That's the question. It's a great question, you know. And uh, we're going to head down to Spatula City and find out next Wednesday. So you should Excellent. definitely join us for Hold Up. Hold up coming up. We also have trivial debates. Most recently, Eamon Mater hosting uh, a love theme edition back on uh, February 26th that Jody was in along (laughs) with Davin and Jessica. Um, And check it out. Our next one on April our next one on April 2nd will be uh, Murphy's going to be hosting a wrestling themed one, a WrestleMania themed uh, episode coming up. Jamil and Andre set to compete. Uh, tentatively, tentatively, the the combatants for that episode are still to be determined. It still, it still has to be finalized. Yes, it's it not, still has to be finalized. But I am working on the questions. It's going to be a real royal rumble of trivial debates, if you will. If you will, yes, a summer slam. You're just you're just going with the uh, <laughs> you're just going with these uh, references today, aren't you? Yeah, uh, I might be tempted to throw myself in as a competitor. I think, but it, if, oh, but uh, I only know anything before 2002. Anything after 2002, I'm I'm out. So. Um, so keep that in mind. Uh, KBBBL every Friday with Davin uh, Baker and Francis talking about the Simpsons. We also have the Super Mater Brothers podcast uh, mo- right now covering Survivor season 44, as well as Big Brother Canada 11. We were on tonight talking about uh, the new season. I was on with Jamil and, and Foster tonight about Big Brother Canada and last night about Survivor. So check those out. Plus the, uh, the Marvel content we do over there. Quantumania, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp was our most recent review that Dave and uh, I'm Dave, uh, Davin and Jamil um, <laughs> uh, uh, were on Wait, talking about that. Yeah. Hold up. And, I'm Dave. I'm Dave. I'm I'm, I'm Dave. I Dave. And then X-rated the, the, X-Men, the animated review show uh, uh, that's I on know. Tuesdays with Andre and Davin talk about that the X-Men cartoon. 
Andre has his graphics histories podcast. He's got somebody lined up. I, I can't remember the name of that person, but he's got an interesting interview coming up pretty soon. He had, he had our own Michael Chan on his recent episode. If you haven't had a chance yes. to listen, Michael to Chan episode. from the Hellbound podcast, a horror movie podcast he does with Alex Blackburn comes out on Wednesdays. But um, Michael Chan also just cast in CBS's a uh, pilot, uh, some kind of secret pilot. So super he's gonna, secret. He's maybe it's being so hush hush about it. Maybe it's I'm the Star Trek Titan. It. Maybe it's the USS Titan show, and he's going to be a character oh, on the imagine? Titan. He's, yeah. he's helmsman. Lieutenant he's the helmsman. No, but that's LaForge. Oh, but maybe he's like uh, the engineer. Well, he could be the, like the second helmsman. They don't really be like the, a lot of the auxiliary, light, the know. night shift guy, yeah. the night yeah. shift guy. You know, the one that switches in seats every now and then. Uh, shifty. It, loving it. Yeah. Uh, either way, I think we should do an episode review of Michael Chan's new show when it. Oh, when we will airs. on something. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it. Um, so check out all that. That's all the great stuff on the United Federation what, podcast. What if you don't like it. Well then, <laughs> you won't tell it. That right. has nothing to do with him, though. Yeah. All right. And on that note, he puts we'll his nuts on the fire. We roast. Yeah. We'll sign off for tonight. Thanks for being with us. Live long and podcast, everybody. And I'll go out on my new favorite quote here. I need your help, despite the fact that you are indeed a dipshit from Chicago. <laughs> See you next time.